Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones, Hoopla, Top Shelf Bangers Radio, and the Shiznit. Special podcast here on the Red Rock Network. We have basically, I guess this is like a, a round table of a West Coast, a, a black podcasters united uh, West Coast round table. We have represented Mr. Black all the way from Washington, Seattle from the Five Minutes Away podcast. Give it up for him. Crosstown, uh, my my uh, Crosstown colleague Tatiana from the uh, Back to Reality podcast, right? <laughs> yes, right. hey, what up, what up, what up? And last, and definitely not least, we got my brother Ricky L. Hines from the AUA podcast. The second, I just don't want my daddy to kill me. <laughs> 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 Those numbers play a big part. Trust and believe that. Right. And then, of course, you have me, your host, uh, Dino Red, uh, representing the Red Rock Podcast Network. I have to say thank you guys all for coming here. I'm super excited to meet you guys in the flesh, even though... um, you know, most of you guys are just right around the corner from me. <laughs> right. Right. We still never met. I mean, uh, Tati literally is around the corner, probably not far from where I used to live. Because I lived in, in Inglewood most of my adult life. Really? Yeah, I just, uh, up until four years ago when we bought this house, I was, yeah, I'd been living in Inglewood from probably since 17, 18, all the way up until like four years ago. Oh, wow, so, yeah. So, yeah. I'm near the forum. Okay. Yeah, not far. I was, uh, I, uh, the last place I lived in Inglewood was on Beach, right over there on, uh, right there by Centinella, uh, right off where uh, the Smart and Final is. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Right My mom there. is over there, too. Okay. It was nice when I first moved over there. It's like, still nice. Years ago. Well, it's still nice. All the white people are coming over now. They got lots it's of really bodies. Nice. They got bodies <laughs> that was dropping. <laughs> really nice. Good, uh, dropping bodies over there, though. Mm-mm. <laughs> it, it looks nice. It looks nicer than what it is. It's, they got murders. They got murders. I mean, I could throw a rock and hit, like, six murder scenes from my house before we moved away. <laughs> yeah, no, it can get like yeah. that. It definitely it, it, can get it like that. It was like everywhere you walked, it was like 
candle lights and oh, yeah. chalk outlines and Lord, yeah, imagine. all these little makeshift <laughs> uh, memorials and pictures of yeah, man, not a good thing. You know, it was not 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 a good look over there when we when we checked out. Yeah, <laughs> my wife was like, though. "You get that real estate agent on the phone. We gotta." Get- <laughs> <laughs> we've been looking a couple of years before we found something, you know, and uh, we, you know, and after that, the the uh, the last one, the last brother that got killed over there, actually got killed in our driveway of the apartment building. We oh yeah, that would have been Man. like it's time for me to uh, yeah. exit. Yeah. It's trying to right relocate. There. Yeah, and the thing, <laughs> the crazy thing is, my mother in law was on her way over to our house to pick up the baby. Uh, to go, you know, take her to spend some time with her and all that. And my mother-in-law was running late like she always is, like my wife always is. <laughs> and uh, thank God she was running late because the time that she was supposed to be out there was the time when dude got killed oh, right there man. in the in driveway. Yeah, wow. Wow. So that was one time that it, we were very happy that everybody was late, you know. I know that's right, man. Yeah, man. yeah. But anyway, on, on to uh, I don't know how we got on that, but on to more cheerful things, whatever. Just gonna open it up to to everybody on the floor and just uh, just go for it, just free for all. What's what's cracking, everybody? What's up? Yeah, that's what I was trying to think about. What's going on? That's not overly saturated that we can discuss. <laughs> yeah, Tati and I were talking while you guys were out taking a break. We were saying the only thing that we don't want to talk about is the whole Ferguson situation. And anything kind of related to that, just because it's been so right. oversaturated mm-hmm. and it's just just been inundated with that, you know. And it's like, okay, let's step away from that for a minute, you know. Let's we we this is a, a happy occasion, yeah. You know, let's let's celebrate, let's be happy, you yeah. know. Let's let's talk about some some good shit for a change, you know. Positive. All that all that negativity, all that bad stuff. We've been fighting that our whole lives, and and it ain't going nowhere no time soon. So we can always get back to that. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. yeah. You got to take a break sometimes. You got to tune out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things that, especially with us, us covering news as podcasters, this is covering Ferguson was part of our job. Like it, right, right. I sometimes agree. you need some, you need a weekend still. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, very, very true, I mean, very true. Even if you don't need a weekend, you need a few hours off. That's right. Yes. Oh man, absolutely, man. You know, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say with this podcasting thing, like this is what I do aside from. My job, I'm nine to five. My two nine to fives, if I'm not doing that, I'm working on this. And Politibro Media, we've been all over that situation. Unfortunately, we didn't have the money like uh, uh, my man who runs the Black Podcasters Group to be able to get out there and be on the front grounds. But damn it, we would have been. But, you know, I'm on vacation out here in California. Let's kick it, have a good time. Hey, why don't we talk about sports? Because we, you know, hey, we out here at the Dino Network, Red Rock Red Network. You know what I'm saying? I'm in L.A. Let's talk about it. Got NFL coming up. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Basketball, free agency. There's so much going on. Yeah, basketball is really the only thing that I uh, follow as far as, well, actually the NBA. I can't even say basketball because that would include college and you know, international, whatever. But NBA is pretty much. I even actually I have a fantasy league that I've been running with my nephew, going on fifteen years now. Dang. You know, uh, I, I play fantasy football, but I can't get into fantasy basketball. Really? I have no idea why. Huh. Like I've tried it once, and I was like, this this isn't for me. Really? <laughs> basketball, basketball is my passion. Like, but yeah. Uh, 
No. I love it, no. man. I tried it like 15 years ago, man. We've been sprung ever since. Right. Do you have a draft coming up, Dino? We do have one coming up. Um, it's going to be a little bit. I try to not. I try not to schedule the draft before uh, before preseason. Okay. So I wait till preseason is at least halfway over. Right, yeah. so I can kind of look and you know do research and see who's doing what and who might play where. And even though you can't take everything you see in preseason, you know, for like the truth, you know, it gives you little glimmers. Well, right. it's just know. scout time. Like, right, um, exactly. I got a I got a draft, a fantasy football draft for my brother tomorrow, like nine a.m. Mm-hmm. He was trying okay. to set it for two weeks ago. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. right, right, right. Like, <laughs> niggas early. need scout time. Right, yeah, yeah. need scout time. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need, I need, no, no, yeah. it's legal yeah. cases going on in the NFL. You, oh, yeah, so right. for sure, right. for sure. You don't know what injuries are going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I like to uh, leave enough time, do it late enough so that you get some preseason, but then early enough where people can still kind of tinker yeah. with the free agency pool that's in the league and also, like, uh, do trades amongst themselves and different things like that before the actual season starts, so. Hey, this is a great conversation, I tell you. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny, too, man, because Ricky, man, he just picked me up from my brother's crib, right? I, I just came from a draft party. And wow. it, I'm, let me describe it, too. It was intense. So everybody in the room, they got, like, they got stapled rosters. They're going through, checking through See, with their little highlighters. I can highlighters. get in on that. I can never get now, in Now, my brother that. just got invited to the draft party, right? Right. He shows up, no paperwork, no nothing, no highlighter. Oh, no. He's just going off of football knowledge, man. And I looked at his roster, and I was like, man, you might be around here at the end. Who knows? So, yeah, you never just know how it goes. Yeah. Wow. Man, my brother, um, he was playing fantasy football. I mean, he, he plays fantasy football, but he plays for real. And he's old school. Yeah. He, he started playing before – everybody had a computer in their house. Right. You know, it wasn't wow. even computerized. Right. When he, yeah. And they still play the same way. Mm-hmm. They all get together and do their draft manually. They yeah. keep all somebody, they have like statisticians that keep all the scores and stuff manually. I'm like, wow. Yes, yeah, I can never get money. in on that. Yeah, yeah no. but I think for them, it's, it's just for fun money. for them. I can't you know? play for money because let me lose <laughs> some money <laughs> and I'm going to be extremely pissed. Now, if I ain't a dollar, I'm cussing. I never, I can never get into it. They used to do it at work and I'll be like, no, they're like, come on, Tessie, we had $500. I'm like, mm-hmm, no, I'm not getting in on that. And I'll be the one to lose my money and then the asshole win the whole jackpot that I'm going to really be pissed. I'm like, no, that's all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't bet at all anymore. Like, yeah. after, what was that USC lost to uh, Texas mm-hmm. in the national championship. Okay. Like, mind you, I was I was on deployment. I was out to see. We were watching the game, and like I know USC real well because my cousin used to play play for them um, at and was playing for UNLV at the time. Okay, but as soon as I saw Matt drop that pass, I was like. $800 down the drain. See? See? And I was like, see? No. And, it, and nobody, was, nobody else was, like, the, the, the Trojans were still up. Yeah. It was before Vince made that drive. So and I was money. just like, I, I was like. See, I, that's, that's real money. Like I never played money. with no real mm-hmm. money. That sounds like rent car. I'm, no. Yeah, I never no. played with no real Honestly, money. I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. When you're in the military and you're on deployment, yeah. you have a little money to blow. Yeah. You yeah. may no, be sitting that. around miserable. Yeah. I get that. You got a little money to blow. I guess it's nice. that, yeah. yeah. For, for those who don't know, uh, uh, give you a little quick pick. Um, our brother Ricky here uh, used to be in the uh, the Navy, so yeah. that's what he was talking yeah. about being deployed. So, uh, veteran, 
Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, man. Thank you for your service, brother. (laughs) Simple for that. We were talking about Danny Carr and the way over, man. Yeah. You know. Navy and Marines have a real friendly yet violent relationship. My brother was a Marine. (laughs) My brother and my father. My my father was a Marine. Marine. And my uncle was a Marine. Oh, bless his heart, Simple for that. And I'll admit it. Like, I, like, uh, Marines like to talk about how they how they're the killers. I'm like, yep, I'm a soccer mom. I'll take you. <laughs> you play, you do what you do, and guess what? We'll be right. sitting in the car if you need any help. We got right, your right, back. Right, right, yeah. Otherwise, funny. you handle it. Yeah, off top. Yeah, you need some air support. We got you. Right. Yes. Sir. I don't want to be there. Yeah. Oh, I'll them cannons you. ain't no joke. I'm gonna tell you. Nah. Nah. No. That's it's real. Not a joke. None nah. Of it. No, I considered the Navy. And then my mom was like, no, you're not leaving me. And I was really? like, that is exactly yeah, why I joined like, the Navy. Okay. Was you get away from your mama? <laughs> well, no, look, this is the, exactly. Because my mom was like a really, my mom raised me to be really independent, really thoughtful, right. really question stuff. Okay. Um, like unfortunately, by, by the time you're about 17 or 18, you kind of, you kind of, you've got that down pat. Right. And mm-hmm. you can't be as an adult. You can't be questioning another adult in their house. Like right. it's just not. So I was like, yeah. Thanks, mom. You've done a great job. Let me go knock this world out. Let me just take. Right. <laughs> Making these life decisions early and not right. late. Yeah. It was a good experience, wow. though. It really was. It was, man. You know, my mother tried to talk me out of signing up too. Man, I signed up actually when I was seventeen. I was under. You a vet too, Mr. Black? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, so Marine Corps for a year. Oh, another Marine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I was saying. Semper Fidelity to your uncle, man. Okay, all right. <laughs> Devil man. dogs in the building. But yeah, man, for me, my mom tried to talk me out of it. You know, I, I think there was this stigma, man. If I'm, I'm looking at it uh, culturally in, in society, man. When that movie Boys in the Hood came out and right. the whole thing, and Ricky was sitting on the couch watching that movie and was thinking about joining the Army. Oh, my mom was in my ear heavy. You're not doing none of that. But that was the first thing I did. Sign up for the Marine Corps. Yeah. So. And she yeah. tried to talk me out of it. But, you know, I, I, it's, it's a thing about black folks. We're, we got a stigma about our our men dying in it, in it for this country. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's true. Yeah. Um, but it's also one of the few places where it's... You have more opportunity. Yeah, it's a lot of like benefits. You have, yeah. you have benefits. It's it's a good thing right. to do. It's just mm-hmm. the prospect is of you dying is a major concern. <laughs> the prospect <laughs> of, of the shit that you will see, yeah, yeah. Why, like is a major concern. Right, mm-hmm. work having to work a twenty six hour day while being responsible for like millions of dollars worth of equipment. Is a concern. Right. Yeah. It, it yeah. has to be. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to screw something up and I'm going to have someone, like somebody's going to get killed because of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, that's why we, that's why like the military trains like it trains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather than our police forces and I'll leave that alone, but right. I think you guys get where I'm going with that. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So we get too military. I don't, don't want to go too trying much. trying to too keep far. it happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I, man, play that song, Happy no. Man. Look, I'm a, <laughs> I love that song, though. I'm not even gonna lie. That's a I good said, song, but talk about real. it being that's played too it's getting much. Out. Yeah, ain't yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Got it. I guess not for me because I don't listen to like the radio. 
Neither so do I. you don't have to listen you to the radio. Exactly. It's I everywhere. mean, yeah. I mean, I yeah. have kids, so you gonna hear oh, that yeah. song yeah. on somebody Disney oh, yeah. or somebody somewhere, and it's like turn it off. Yeah. Oh, thank okay. God, I ain't got no kids. Go right. find you a happy somewhere else. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to get in the, the military. You know, too. When I was when I was a kid, I, I wanted to join, but I couldn't. Especially since you know I had a big brother and a dad, and then like uncles and like you know. Yeah, had been in the military. Yeah, so. I was falling behind my uncle, and my but my mom was like, "No, you're you you have other plans that you need to accomplish for yourself. Don't go that way." And I'm like, "What's well, nothing wrong with? I mean, look at you know Uncle Brick doing his thing. I mean, let right. me go follow <laughs> yeah. him." Yeah, but exactly. that was she was like, "No, no." <laughs> I tell you what, Kate, none of y'all be tired of the happy song as much as me. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back around. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I got a little story, man. You so are I, a second grade teacher. Yeah, I, all, teach, so. yeah I teach second grade. So, oh, that's okay. a good grade. Right. Uh, the music teacher at my school, that was one of the songs for his, uh, you know, for his little playlist that he taught in choir. Mm-hmm. And my classroom's next door to his, so I had the luxury of hearing that once a day for the entire school year. <laughs> Yay! Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no. Ouch. That's what I don't miss about teaching yeah. is the repetitive of certain <laughs> stuff. And it's like, if y'all don't cut that out, no. No. Oh, I used I, to teach, Tati? Yes, I taught at a, a cultural loop. Culturally relative, relative school. I can't get that out, but um, their basic was that a real was, school? Yes, and <laughs> no, but like a real school. it is because their 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 main focus was teaching your children to be more African centered and understanding more about their culture. You, and it was primarily all black school. Um, mm. The only color that you did see if there was like. You know, may, might be a white teacher or. I come to more she talks, the more it doesn't sound like a real school. It was a real school. <laughs> it was a great school. It was a great school. It was. It was. They did enrichment and they like Halloween would come around. The kids could not dress up as like Spider Man and Batman. You had to actually create their costumes so like my son was steve urkel one year and you know my twins i had them participate so they were like venus and serena one year so you really have to you see all these parents getting very creative like with their kids costumes you know um but i i enjoyed the school it was a great school it was a charter school but they ended up closing but yeah my baby she goes to a charter school yeah i just enrolled my son into another charter school yeah the charter schools are a lifesaver man they are yes they are because the the the, pub, the regular public school was for shit. Yes. And the private schools are a fortune. And so they charter still schools get are like ridiculous. Oh my god. Yeah, and, and then too, I know quite a few people who have gone to private schools and got substandard education, which is really mm-hmm. a travesty. Yeah. Then, you know, your mom and daddy are paying for it. for it. Yeah. You know, out their pocket. Yeah. You know, and that's 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 horrible. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I I. I was witness of that this year. Well, for my son did second grade because he was honestly just caught up in the shuffle. He's one of those those mm-hmm. quiet kids. All the teacher lo- loves him because he follows instructions and he's this great kid. But he was not retaining information and was not getting there. And um, come to find out, he, they were like, after I had to take him to the doctor, they were like, oh, he's ADHD. That's why you're having most of the issues you're going through because he's not learning the way everybody else is learning. Mm-hmm. So, but they just let him just get mixed up in the shuffle. And I had to go to the district on his teacher, like in mm. the principal's face, like every day. And they were like, we need more parents like you. I'm like, okay, you need more parents like me, but you're just letting my son just get mixed up with everybody else. Right. And mm-hmm. so luckily I found this new school where he'll be going on Monday and the junior blind has partnered up with them. So he'll be going to the junior blind after school to assist, you know, with 
um, there with the children there and stuff. So it's like yeah. he's going to get that well-rounded attention. And it's only 12 kids in there. So I'm like, he's really going to get the attention he needs from, you know, his teacher. So okay. we'll see what happens. But it's it's sad with the public school versus charter and private. Yeah. Well, I mean. Who else, who else have kids? You, you I don't. I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't. I'm like the nah. oldest. Yeah. I'm the oldest of five. <clears throat> and I've made it to almost 30. Or well, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, it's I'm, safe. I, I turned 30 <laughs> in a month and a half, and I ain't got no kids. Okay. Damn. Congratulations. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Kudos and I you. planned it this way for the most part. That's so, good. Yeah. I exactly. didn't, yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah. I planned to have mine at 32. That didn't happen at all. The plan went to shit. Right, right. It did. Yeah, My right. mom said, no, you can't go to school and end up having a kid. So I guess that's how that happened. Uh-huh. So, yeah. There now, back full circle. Black and kids. Uh, no kids, man. Uh, I'm going to tell you, though, <laughs> I planned it this way, too, but it didn't necessarily work out that way. I know what you plan. You plan on getting one of them females that you have as a guest on your podcast. Because <laughs> they all be hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this nigga, this nigga think he's slick. I'm like, he only have fine chicks on his show. He do oh, that no. shit on purpose. He trying to match on his mail up. They don't have no ugly. That's not nice. You know, that, uh, hey, look. No, no, I'm going to keep it real, man. Listen. No tooth. No Here's my thing. So, no. You know, you no, guys, if none. you listen to my show, right, I keep it 100, right? But I, I kind of developed this identity, mm-hmm. and I kind of took it on almost, man. I'm serious. Like, uh, uh, who's my homegirl? Shout out to Lavinia from uh, the Black Girl Norris podcast. Uh, she was on Twitter the other day. She yeah, called that's my me. My little sister, too. Yeah, she, she be showing enough. She's hilarious. <laughs> she got a nickname for me. She called me. Uh, she, what did she call me? Mr. Black the Mac. <laughs> Mr. Black the Podcast Mac. That's yeah, hilarious. There you go. That sounds about right. Mm-mm. Hilarious. Like, I'm not talking to nobody. I was like, five. is anybody else <laughs> noticing that all the chicks are fine? <laughs> That's nigga trying to get him. I'm like, I ain't mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, son, do what you do. Yeah, right, right. right. Whatever <laughs> if I wasn't married, I'd probably be doing the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was something I had brought up with my, with my co-host, Jared, because I was like, all the guys that come in are very attractive men. And I'm like... Where are you getting these people from? <laughs> and never, and never, I mean, the women are beautiful too. I'm not gonna get that wrong. Get you know, right. put them out either. But I'm like, these are some beautiful people that's coming in here, and I'm like, I'm usually be googly eyeing somebody, but like, <laughs> I'm like, where do you get these people from? You you know them from what? Where, but he's where? in the he's in the entertainment business though. Yeah, right? that's where we met. Yeah, yeah there you so go. just I'm like, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I just tell you though, I'm a people person first and foremost. I just love this podcasting shit, man. I got to share a story like when I first started out. Uh, does anybody here listen to Single Simulcast, Rashani? Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Rashani, Shout man. Shout out to Rashani. Hey, when I first started doing this thing, man, I remember this was like about three, four years ago, and Stitcher's kind of developed since then. Right. Yeah. But back in the beginning, Stitcher used to have like you when you have your app on. It'll show the person on Facebook who's listening to your show. It will show their face. Oh, that's dope. Right? Okay. That and so not one day I was on Stitcher, right? And I'm looking through my show. I'm looking through different <laughs> shows. And I'm looking at my show. 
And I see this little face as we're shining. He's smiling with that big old Kool-Aid smile he got. Right. That big old beautiful white TV he's smiling. And I'm looking. I'm like, who is this brother listening to my show with that big old smile? And then I found out his show, Single Simulcast. And, man, he took me under his wing, man. And, you know, here I am, blossom today. You know what I'm saying? It's right. great, That's man. Cool, man. Yeah. You know, I just love how all these particularly black people are coming together in this in this whole platform or genre. Yeah, it's evolving yeah. great. You know? I lo- I have to say I love our community. Yeah. I do. I love I love yeah. our community. I love that it's it's so positive. Mm-hmm. You know, for you know, yeah, everybody, you know, of course there's always exceptions to this and that and whatever, of but for, you know, yeah, check the overwhelming the overwhelming majority of everyone is uh very welcoming and down to earth and just you know ready to to help you and to give you tips yeah, or you true. know whatever it's just it's, it's non-competitive it's just this there's one big fucking love fest you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah yeah man yeah, but you know what and i think and i think the reason why is because a lot of all of us understand that black people in media Right, mm-hmm. especially in like news media or like commentary, TV, wherever it is, we're we're underrepresented. Right, so, oh, of course. So it's not about any one of us competing. It's mm-hmm. about us sharing tools to make sure that we all become successful. Right, as a collective, brother. Yeah, yes. because yeah. whether I agree with the show or not, like I I understand the need for representation. Right. Mm-hmm. Very right. very true. Very yeah, true. and it's an, it's enough pie for all of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, pie is big as fuck. I think that's what makes it so. Man, man. I think that's yeah, what makes fine. it so delicious that pie is because everybody can come together. Because you rarely hear when black people can come together, period, just to do anything and know that we can uplift one another. Because sometimes I have to be that one person that feel like they got to go against the grain. Right. It's like no, we're all here to support and move us so we all can be heard everywhere. You know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, that's something that I find great that I do every week because it's like. I do it for the love of it. Like it's not about the money. It's not about nothing. It's for honestly for the love of it because it's a, it's a passion. You know. What do you love about it? I love the fact that it was a dream to want to do radio, and the fact that it came to reality. And I can somebody's listening to me and is enjoying my annoying ass voice and laugh. So <laughs> that's what I love about it. And I can speak my mind and talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about, and nobody can tell me no, Tatiana, you can't talk about this or you can't talk about like that way. You know, especially being in like the entertainment industry, they have. It's so strict with the guidelines of what you can and cannot do, even behind scenes. I did behind scene work, and it's just like you can't say this. You got to be careful on what you wear and how you do this and how you do that, especially being the minority majority of the time, mm-hmm. you know. And it's always like they always have this, uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm sorry, I went blank. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. I hate when that happens. <laughs> but when they have, you know, towards black people, you're supposed to act a certain way. And then when you don't act a certain way, it was like, oh, you can roll with us. Or, oh, you can do this. And it's just like, I don't have to worry about that getting on the podcast. I could be on with Jared, be on with whoever, and we can cut up and act a plum dumb fool. And I just, <laughs> that's what I love. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's right. I hear that. Hey, you know, what I love about podcasting, man, is uh, it started off. As just something just to mess around with because I wanted to experiment with uh, people hearing my voice. And then it turned into something I love doing because when I started getting feedback, feedback is what drove me the most. Because mm. when people started reaching back to me, 
and let me know they was listening. And, like, you know, I had a, a guy reach out to me. He's been a faithful listener since my old show, uh, Downtown Black and Brown. He was like, you know, the wisdom you teach on your show, man, I teach that to my son every day. And I don't got That's no dope. kids. You know That's what I'm dope. saying? Yeah. But I'm a teacher. And for somebody to tell me that, man, I know I'm in the right direction. I know I'm doing what I'm supposed yeah. to be doing. You know? That's dope. That is yeah. dope. I commend you It's for the that. stuff like that, you know, that are really, like you said, you know, for the love of it. And, and knowing you reached somebody and, and matured and, and gave growth and gave back. Right. That's the, yeah, that right there. That was something yeah. I was talking to my mother about because I was like, I have this as a platform. And I'm like, what else can we do with this podcast, especially reaching um, other people physically in our community um, and uplifting our community? So that's definitely something I want to brainstorm with and Maybe that's something else we can, you know, collaborate on, on really getting into the community and bringing our people together and, you know, hearing it and uplifting each other. That's what I like. That's for what sure. I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But, you know, I got to, I can't lie. There's also, like you said, you know, there's a thrill of meeting people, man. I meet all kind of people, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest guests I met, I met a, uh, I met a CEO of a company and she, uh, I interviewed her, man. She's like a $6 million CEO in New York. She's like one of the top uh, 40 CEOs under 40. Wow. So she's like wow. 29 years old, started a company, was working for this big company in New York, and then started her own thing with a partner. And it was a trip just being able to reach out to her. And the fact that she got back to me and was humble and was cool and just like talking to a normal person. But this is a millionaire I got right. on the microphone, man. Cool. That's right. a trip. Yeah. You know, just meeting people, uh, seeing how people's mind work, how they tick. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question. For all the people and all, and all the people that you meet, does anyone ever tell you that you look like LeVar Burton? <laughs> no. There's no shade. No shade at all. No, it's not even no, that. No, it's no, just no, like. No. It's yeah. just like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, that's funny. That's the like, first wait. time I heard that, man. But I'm always told that I look like somebody, man. There you go. One, another somebody. podcast that uh-huh. I messed with, uh, Two Brothers, Two Mics, man. My guy, he thinks I kind of look like KC from uh, from uh, Jodeci. Back <laughs> oh, in the day. yeah. Hmm. I don't know yeah. if you guys might see it, but, you know, a lot of people, <laughs> people always say I look like somebody that reminds them of somebody. Right. That's cool, though. Because, man, especially wherever I go, man, black people welcome me because I look like somebody's cousin, somebody's <laughs> uncle, somebody, somebody. That's yes. good if you ever walk yeah. past somebody's cookout and be like, cousin, and get you a Right, place. exactly. Cousin Lucky. Cousin <laughs> Lucky, come get your plate. Exactly. Right, exactly. Cousin Lucky. Exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's an ongoing joke I have water with my friends. So I'm like, you walk past and it's like... Can I play off as being somebody's cousin? Like, right. you know, you at the park or you somewhere? You know, I, I, I straight busted somebody at my uh, my, oh, my, no. my baby shower. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's my, trife at the baby shower. And I'll it was a woman. <laughs> it was a woman. Not a dude. A woman. And she was, like, you never, like, seeing this lady walking down the street or whatever, you would never think that she's the type that would try to crash anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she was beautiful. She was young. She looked like she she didn't look like she was hungry or broke or anything. She looked like she probably She's had more bored. money. Than, I, I don't know. <laughs> she had to be bored. And, the, and I busted her straight by accident. 
Because I wasn't like, it wasn't like I was like going over to like, I'm going to bust her, she's crashing. The thought never entered my mind, right? It was pretty early on, so everyone wasn't there yet. That was one of her, her first mistakes. Mm-hmm. Everybody wasn't there yet. So supposed she, to be there when it's jumping. Right. So, I mean, it wasn't empty, <laughs> but I could easily look around and see everybody, and she's the only person there I didn't know. So I didn't want her to feel, I know how it is like being somewhere and like not knowing anyone. Yeah, or don't nobody people. say nothing right. to you. So I went up there and I was like, hi, how you doing? I'm, you know, I'm whatever, Dino, thanks for coming. What's your name? She gave me some name, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, uh, who you here with? Mm-hmm. And she kind of looked around real quick. She's like, oh, she pointed in a, in, <laughs> in a direction. Yeah. Pointed in a direction <laughs> of a group of people. And I looked over there and I'm like, who? I know everybody here, and then that's when I start picking up on it. And then she was like, she's like, oh wait a minute, she's like, oh, wait, is, is, is this is this a baby shower? Oh, oops, oh, my bad. <laughs> yes, I, I'm tripping. I, I think I straight stumbled into the wrong. I think. My, oh, my friend is having a party somewhere around here. I think I walked into yeah. the wrong girl. Uh, bye. I said, okay. I said, let me walk you out. <laughs> wow. You know? So she was just like sitting or she was just standing no, around? No, she was in line to get some food. I caught her before oh, she got her grub. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. I caught her before she ate my food. See, yeah, that's what she messed up. She was supposed to come when it was jumping, uh, running yeah. to that one person. You start having a conversation. like, oh, what was your name again? And like, oh, blah, blah, blah. So if that did happen, oh, I'm over here with Tanya. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was hilarious. I can't believe this bitch actually trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to crack my, my baby shower. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Lord, man. I wonder if she tried that again. She probably got a little spider. I'm sure it wasn't her first time. You know, it, <laughs> that gotta be embarrassing. Like on the lowest of keys, that has to you be know? like straight up embarrassing. Man, nah, I mean, it's just you know, you fail. Hey, yeah. it's just a failed opportunity. You're right. It's no law <laughs> or anything. No, 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 no law. You're not going to jail. You don't even know the people that you just cra- who right. thought you just crashed. They're gonna shame you later. But I feel gonna... you though, Tati, because yeah. that's like, um, do do any anybody know, um, Latone Hart? From the, uh, That's my guy, show? man. Shout out to Latone. I like dog. his show. That's I love that nigga, right? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, when you say that, <laughs> that nigga. Whoa. He always yeah. talking about sneaking into the movies or whatever. And I was talking <laughs> oh, to him one I'm day. Wow. And okay, <laughs> I was talking to him and I said something about uh, you know, going. I was like, we were talking, we was on the phone, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I was thinking about going to see uh, something or whatever. I was like, but now nah, I don't think I'm gonna go see that or whatever. He's like, man. You gotta start sneaking in. You got. I was like, man, I heard you talking about that shit on the show. I'm like, I can't be doing that, man. I'm too old for that shit. I'm grown, man. If I get caught, right. that's embarrassing. Like that walk of shame. My old ass to get caught sneaking oh, into a no. movie theater. Are you kidding me, man? No, that's that walk of shame. Yeah. That's that, right, no. Two words. Two words. Download it. I'm just gonna leave. It. Oh, yeah, it's too many free sites. Too many those free sites. I'm, I'm exactly. not down with no with no walk of shame on on yeah. no level. And you grown. Like, you like, in a public that. place, right? You, you get caught. Like if I'm at my house and I. I get caught trying to download something it's right. like oh no right right oops yeah <laughs> try it next time <laughs> and no people looking at you funny as you being escorted out by the police or Man. by the management just exactly why yeah. why why do you exactly. have to look that stupid in front of people yeah i told him For I a just, movie? Yeah, i can't take that chance right. it ain't worth For a it movie. right exactly hey, yeah let's talk about guy he keeps me laughing too man i tell you though as a teacher man 
Look, I, you know, I'm the kind of person I work hard and I play hard too, but I tell you, in public, man, I'm Mr. Rogers, bro. <laughs> you see me in public, I'm Mr. Rogers. Howdy, neighbor. That's it. Right. Yeah, I'm, come on, man. I'm a stereotypical, <laughs> I'm either a stereotypical angry black man with just a straight face. Yes. Or I'm like, I'm like ultra peaceful. Like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, oh, <laughs> no. I always keep, I, I'm It just depends crazy. on the mood. Like, it, it really yeah. just depends on the mood. Like, if I don't, right. at the airport, I am the angriest nigga alive ever. Right. Oh, I hate airports. I heads headphones blaring, hoodie on, head, yeah. like hands in my hoodie. Don't say shit to me. Don't look at me. Don't. <laughs> well, after don't taking acknowledge this, I exist. After taking this trip that I just took, I understand why. Before that, I would have asked you like why, but now I understand that that's not that's a horrible experience going to the airport. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my yeah. god. Man, I'm- such a bad. Oh, yeah. Man. Look at amateur. Amateur. Amateur hour. Hey. How long yeah. you been podcasting? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Like, oh shit, I forgot to turn mine off. Okay. So I put mine on silent. Hey, that's so funny. Right on the grand old man. Right, man. That's crazy. I knew better than that, too. That's funny. Better safe than sorry. You never know. My bad. I usually say that to turn them off. And I got two phones, so it's. I got to make sure. You're selling drugs? Why you got two phones? <laughs> okay, one for the name, you know one for the sign, and be like, that's the time. <laughs> no, no, the last time I was on, I went, uh, I flew last year to Vegas because I was like, I ain't driving with y'all. Like, I told my friends, I was like, I'm getting on the plane. And it was like, just to go through security, and I'm like, I'm just going to Vegas. Like, y'all want people to do all of that? Mm. <laughs> Man. That was too much, but that, that flight. Uh-oh. <laughs> Excuse me, you guys. My daughter, Danya, what? No, Danya, you know you're not supposed to come down to the studio when daddy's doing a radio show. Okay, go play with mommy. Yo, bless that little baby child. Uh-huh. <laughs> she hear all this laughter. She's like, like, what's going on down there? Yeah. Right, right. Like, I want to come down. Y'all are kicking it. Okay. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh because I didn't want her to think she, I was laughing at her. Right. I was just laughing because she's like so adorable. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh That's cute. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> no. No. That sounded like my yeah. son. He was giving me the third degree. Like, you go to a podcast all the time. I can't come to the podcast. I'm like, no. I only went to the podcast one time. I only said one time. I was like, <laughs> like dang. Like, That's I can't cute. come. You sure I can't go? I'm like, no. I'm like, this is me. This is me. <laughs> oh, man. They oh. think what's yours is theirs. I like you to know, hear my folks like in the business who got kids, mm-hmm. though. It's like that with dogs, too. Like, yeah. Me and Sherrod yeah. have, a, have a dog, mm-hmm. and she a house dog. She's a ditty. She is what yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But every time we get ready to start recording, we uh-huh. got to take her collar off because she want to jump up on a on people's laps. And um, I'm like, no, okay, all right, that's fine, but you you make a noise, that collar got to go. Right. Like, I need attention. I don't care if you're trying to change the world. I need attention. <laughs> that's true, that's it's true. It's all about me. Yeah, no, for hey, sure. Hey, that's a trip, man. We all got, like, yeah, with the technicalities of podcasting, <laughs> man, for me, I just live with my girlfriend in Seattle in a condo, and it's mostly quiet. You live with, her, you live, you live with your girlfriend? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I was just 
Does, uh, she, does she know about all them fine ass women uh, on your show? She know. <laughs> uh, hey. I'm just hey. curious. No, hey, hey, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you, man. She does. She actually does. Okay. She knows about most that's of them. That's what's most. up. Most. Well, most of no, them. Well, not no. all of them. Wait, hold on. No, she knows about all of them. But here's Except the thing. Yeah, sex with. <laughs> Nail on the head look, right look, there. Look at my bro. guy. No. No. You're going to get him in trouble. Hey, no. Here's the thing. Listen. The only the only ones that she really pays attention to are are when I have women on my show, though. Seriously. She only pays attention when I have women on my show. Right. But, uh, you know, and she, but we got this whole trust thing, you know. She goes through my phone. We have each other's passwords. <laughs> you know, I'm not hiding anything. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like I'm doing anything that I shouldn't be in our relationship. I'm How long very, have you been together? We've been together 10 years. See? Damn. And y'all not married? Well, no, we're not. Wow. No, we're not. You guys not. are happy that way, though. Yeah, we're. Well, no, I mean, let, let's keep it 100. You yeah, know, let's do. The signs are all there. <laughs> this, I'm not yeah. going to lie to y'all. The I signs, mean, I'm not say the that. signs I mean, are all there. The signs are all there. She's been a bridesmaid a million times, and every time, you know, I always get that question when are you guys next? <laughs> right, right. So, you know, I mean, that's the kind of circle I'm in right now, too. Right, right, right. I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid of commitment. I love commitment. But. We're together. The only issue right now is I just got into my career, and so I've just been able to start saving money for the type of ring she wants. That's the only issue I have. Oh, okay. So you plan on doing that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I have a plan. Okay, I was just plan. hey, look, I was just talking to my brother about this have before you picked me up, Ricky. Too man, <laughs> they, they were giving me crap over there so too. They're wait, like, when are, when is this gonna so happen? How long? So how long? Like, like, no, this is what you tell them. When I can afford frame. the ring. No, 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 no. Get three more years though. So how long are we talking? Like my best friend well, just proposed, and okay. he only been with his chick for eight months, and he just proposed in Jamaica. Could he afford what, the ring? A thirty five hundred dollar right. ring? He sure the hell can. See? Okay, right. It don't See? matter. The only time for a man for I think for a man the only time that it matters about as far as getting married is when you can afford the ring. I think that's a BS. <laughs> I just think from from personal because experience. That's some BS because Marcy. my because like my kid's father that didn't happen. He tried to come with that bullcrap. I no, showed I, him I, a ninety five dollar. Your who? Your my who? kid's father. You'd say it right. Your baby daddy. No, he's not a baby <laughs> daddy because he's a father. He is a father to our children. I'm not gonna put put that on him like that. Oh, okay. But he um, cool. that was his thing. We we were at a pawn shop one time and it was a ring that had like two pearls and these little bitty diamonds. They were nine. It was a ninety five dollar ring. Uh-huh. And I was like, I really, really like this ring. Like, you know, we had had our son that at the time, and I'm like, I really like this ring. This is it's only ninety five dollars, and I'm like, it's a classic, you know. And he just he never he just never went that way on wanting to be married. I mean, well, we got three kids now, and he still went that way. And I'm like, well, forget it. I'm gonna go for it with my life. And if something next person I meet, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it does it. Congratulations, you found the exception. Because <laughs> largely, if, yeah. if if we were to that long long enough and it's like okay all right now <laughs> when can i afford the ring like when right. can i afford the ring yeah. right I'm, some people yeah. i'm like your friend in jamaica i proposed after 10 months yeah it was eight yeah. months he My proposed they get married next next <clears throat> october don't don't rush i don't want to put <laughs> women in the same category right because yeah, here's the thing women I'm in my own category women they do this thing where they'll say okay this is this is how my woman came to me. Okay, <laughs> I want a, this is this. I'm telling you, I'm straight up, man. It was like a blueprint. Look, I want a princess diamond cut 
uh, <laughs> 0.91 carats. Uh, clear enclosures with no enclosures in it. How many times has she Diamond Princess cut with a white cold 14 carat. Ca- I know all exactly <laughs> what she wants. I know how much it costs and everything. But here's the thing. She ain't never been like that where, you know, she throws those little subtle hints out like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm, I almost want to put Just, women in that same category where they'll put the, they'll take whatever. If if I went by the ring right now from a pawn shop from a hundred bucks, she'd probably take that. Maybe. Yeah, Who knows? you could. She probably would. And if you came with something, in, you know, daring to say, she'd probably be like, okay, you never know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's on you. That depends. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm single now, trying to date people. So I mean, I don't know. Whatever I don't know if that come <laughs> if it comes for somebody to propose and it, it's just a banner or just something the thought of somebody seeing something great in me to make them their wife it means more to me than what the ring is or whatever right. they decide to right. give me it, that means more to me you know yeah. so yeah. I don't think a lot of men understand that no so they we don't. don't so we don't work off <laughs> that's why I say that's why I say typically is when you can afford the ring because a lot of not a lot of us understand that yeah. and if you haven't had that discussion either that that's a big thing that too. too if you have done with some old female that is materialistic that ring does make a difference you know right. like my best friend he was saying his girlfriend was showing him like these small ones and he knew that's not what she wanted but she was showing him stuff like this could be this and could be your price, price range, range. Right. yeah right. so she was like no i'm fine with this and but he was like no i'm gonna get you that ring you want it you know and so and that's what he did i was like mm-hmm. more power to you at least i could go to somebody wedding <laughs> <laughs> so happy for you no i feel you it, and for me it's it's also a feeling of i, I want to say for her deserving it because there's a thing she likes nice stuff mm-hmm. she introduced me to a lot of nice stuff like when i met her you know she's she's always been in, in, into nice designer stuff so and, and you know of course that's going to come along with it but i i felt like okay so you're accepting me from where i'm at in life and where i come from so, we can still mesh together, and you, you're accepting me how I am now. So you accept me when I when I when I'm when I'm actually making money, and I'm on that level where I can mm. do the nice things you want to do financially, because you still love me for who I am now. Right. So I feel like I, I want to give her that. You know what I I'm see saying? What you're saying? And so she's gonna just have to her and and the people that she come from. They're just gonna have to come accept the fact that it's gonna be on my timeline. It's not gonna be. When they ask me when you get married, I just say soon, and that's it. I, I don't, I don't that's say answer. on yeah. this day, that's this a good time. Answer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just leave it at that. I just say no rush. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just at that point, it's like why? Like me and Sherelle have been together ten months, and I probably could propose, mm-hmm. but why rush? Enjoy right. it. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, marriage isn't just a difference in relationship status, like. There are certain responsibilities that come along with it. Right? Yes, and if you know, mm-hmm. it's not if it's not feasible at the moment logistically, it don't need to happen. Mm-mm. We can enjoy what we have, and when it's logistically feasible, let's go for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it just depends on the couple. That That's too. what it boils that down too. to. Largely, it yeah. depends. It does. It depends because just me, uh, my growth personally, I realized where I messed up at my relationship I, of course i know where he messed up at but i was like <laughs> i really need to take a, a step back and really understand where i messed up at where i didn't you don't have to argue over everything you don't have to something that whole thing letting a man be a man that a lot of women still to this day don't understand or don't get that is a major factor and not even just in the marriages but in a relationship period right. so it's like if you can't move to 
move forward in a relationship and then to get married to somebody and think y'all supposed to just be, you know, somebody has to play the role of the dominant person. That's, that's period. No matter if y'all equal, if somebody has, somebody has to. And it's like, it's it's so many women that's like, hell no, I ain't doing that. I'm not bound down. I done did it. It's like, okay, but you still need him besides sex. You, you, you need to let that man be that person and be, you know, but I don't know. I could be a little old school. In well, a new I think it depends on. The, I think it depends on the relationship. Honestly, like me, I'm cool with an equal relationship. I'm gonna have veto power in certain areas. She gonna have veto power in certain areas. Right. I mean, but as long as <clears throat> when she got veto power, my concerns are heard. Cool. When she get veto, when I have veto power, her concerns are heard. And it. Communication. Yeah, there's communication. It's an understanding <laughs> of okay. Well, look, you have the final say. <laughs> But I need you to understand that I have this, 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 and this going on. Mm-hmm. So, this is why I say it. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll make the decision the other way and I'll make it, look, I'll help you with this or this. But we're still going to do it this way. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I think it has, it, you, but both people have to be willing to do that. It's not a lot of people that's like that either. That too. That's the, that's the problem. Yeah. There's not a lot of people like that. Yeah, somebody wants people to take nowadays, control. Not just taking control, but people nowadays, like, men and women are are paying attention more to um, what's going on, like, these reality shows and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff and think that's how they need to be living their lives and, this, and that's how it should it be done. And it's, like, it's totally unrealistic. Like, yeah. I have the conversation I deal with because... I decided to go back to school for cosmetology, so I deal with... I'm, I'm older, so I deal with a, a lot of young, dumb females and males and it's just like where are you coming up with this stuff on life and in relationships and because mm-hmm. they're paying attention and listening to what they hear and it's like that's not real life like you're not going to make it anywhere not in a relationship or not even in the world in general and it's like i feel so um i feel like my future is doomed you know because it's like <laughs> these kids aren't like out there trying to make a world their world better and then it's like you want this relationship to be how you see on tv with jay-z and beyonce and it's like that's just on television you don't know what happens behind closed doors you don't know what they talk about and what they discuss your life will never be like that like sorry to be realistic but that's yeah. not going to happen it's, it's true and like mm. sheryl works in reality tv yeah and reality. she like hate it <laughs> Nothing about reality TV is it real. It is real. It's not. Well, I hate you know it. What? I've, I used to hate all of it, but like a lot of the stuff that, that <clears throat> she does that I would normally not watch, I watch now and it's like. But you look for the I stuff th- that she does, though. It's a different um, perspective. Not necessarily. I mean, there's that too because it's, you know, it's seeing her do her work, but like some of the shows are actually interesting. Like the food, the little Top Chef or um, Food Court Wars, where it's just, it's just like a. Little that's conversation, yeah, that's but like yeah. the reality TV stuff where like love and hip hop and um, all that, man. Yeah, like all that life yeah. relationship type shit. It's just it's not helpful to anything. I mean, it's cool if you need to veg out and you need to see some ignorant shit. <laughs> I swear, I have yeah. like everybody has that moment where you know what? No matter how intellectual I am, I need to go see or do Let some me ignorant back shit. And be me. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm already teacher, doing. Man. I'm yeah, normally doing nothing. Yeah, like I watch Family Guy. Why? I love Family Guy. Ignorant as fuck. I, I love know it. Family Guy. I'm I big love on animation. it. Yes, right, I watch cartoons. I mean, the cartoons. I'm big on animation. 
<laughs> Family Guy, uh, American Dad, The Cleveland Show, Moondocks. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Moondocks is okay. I'm not that happy that Aaron ain't back on there, but it's all right. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the show is this past season was um, it was too much of them beating up on Granddad again. I mean, I know that that's yeah. been that's always been a theme throughout the whole sh- show, but like. Every it, once in a while, he yeah. would come up. Like, he just seemed to be beaten down and gutter. sold into slavery. Yeah. In the last season. Like, I was like, what is going on? I was like, I don't want to watch this. Can this nigga win? Can he get a W, please? Like, can this nigga get A-W? <laughs> they was like, uh, no. One, one W. Man, I tell you, my favorite character from Boondocks is Grandpa, man. Uh, what's his name? Who's the voice of him? Robert, uh... The old school, uh, yes, um, the dad yes. from Friday. Yes. John Witherspoon. Yes. John yeah. Witherspoon. Oh, man, phone. that dude cracks me up. Yes. Yeah, he's on this new show called oh Black God. Jesus. Have you guys seen that on Adult Swim? Wait yeah. to see. I, I've not seen it yet. I, have, I, I know, I know like, one of the guys that's working. on That show is okay. But Who he is. Know? One of the characters on there. Which one? Um, we ain't going there. Oh, but okay. he. No, no, <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no but. Cause I'm not a fan of his <laughs> oh. of, who, of his character, okay. but oh. John Witherspoon on there is, is he is playing like a bum, but he's kind of funny. His his role oh, is yeah. really funny. But I'm that show. Who are you not fond of the main character, the, Black Jesus? No, that wig. Oh, we yeah. ain't even gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of when you watch the show. I was paying the t- paying like real close attention. I was like, "Okay, Tatiana, to get past like the li- the the dialogue and what's really going on." It's like, okay, you're there. Uh, to me, I interpret it as them mimicking like you know black people in their environment, how like their dependency on like Jesus getting them out of st- out of trouble all the time. Yes. And I know Jesus is always gonna be. And I was like, okay, okay, I got that. And just it's, I don't know, it's a kind of hit on that show. It. I I keep hearing that it's. You just hear that it gets watched, but I don't. I don't ever hear any opinions of it. So, I, well, I don't know what it's weird. like down here in LA right now, but in Seattle, where I'm at, in the little small black community, uh, in that part of Seattle where I live, and where all the black churches are, and all the black people live, all five of y'all. Yeah, and basically right. Exactly. Exactly. There's, a, there's, about, there's about a five block radius. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and a few of us that's there though, the, the churches, man, I'm telling you, they're like they're sending out flyers out in the neighborhood. Do not watch, watch uh, Adult Network mm-hmm. and ban that show. Yeah, all the yeah. churches are they're going yeah. against it hard, man. Of course. Yeah. I mean because it I mean it is blasphemous. So I mean if you if you're a, a, a religious is person, it? yeah, is it, it is. In, is it any more blasphemous than a white Jesus? Period. Mm. Just, I mean, if if right. if it was a white Jesus doing the same thing, it would still be blasphemous. Okay, I just yeah. I haven't seen it. That's why. Yeah, I'm it's not it's not blasphemous because he's black. It's ah. blasphemous because of the shit that he's doing. And, ah. that he, and, <laughs> yeah. and also what gotcha. he's saying. Yeah, and, and, saying. and what he's saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. The biggest one yeah. is okay. it's, yeah. it's, it's total like. So yeah, if you're a religious person, yeah, if you are, you really you can't watch that. You would be offended, you know. But I'm not, so I can. Yeah, okay. I can get down. I'm not offended at all. He said, "My nigga, we drink fine grapes." It's tough out when Jesus turned the water into wine, but nigga, we drink, we eat fine grapes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Hey, he's yeah. too much, man. What is he <laughs> it's that about? wig that's a turn up. I be looking at him like, why he gotta have that wig though? See, I always right. got other stuff that make nobody else thinking about. 
I'm like, shouldn't it be hair of wool, like wool? Why well, they're trying to make yeah. fun of the. Yeah, the yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's funny. I mean, I've you seen have to like, watch it's it. funnier. Yeah, right. yeah, that, yeah. that hair is a lot it's funnier than that. Yeah, than all, than the and the dude, and yeah. with, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. Anyway, do you all <laughs> know who the new writer is? Because I never did Ooh, find out who the new writer is. I don't. The new writer. I don't. I I should have looked that up. I don't think they beforehand. Got it. I don't. I don't know. Did they get new writers? I just thought that he was, that he was left the writing process. Right. But I yeah. think somebody oh. had to have taken over from for him though, or right. for his part, because I know he had a lot of say in um, the script. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. they probably promoted somebody who had already been on staff. Probably you so. Know, I mean, you, know. you would hope so. Yeah. I mean, and I think, think. It's, it kind of seems that way, but it seems like the, whoever they put, whoever took over the major portion of the writing is. A, they just been beating up on Granddad. Like, come, on. come on, really? Game recognized, game grandpa. Hey. You looking mighty unfamiliar? Yes. <laughs> hey, yes. wait. Who, you said who's your favorite character on Boondock? Grandpa, man, yeah. with his right. book. Riley, yeah, for but sure. yeah, Aaron, yeah, definitely Aaron is Riley. Yeah, that's what he, he's writing for. Black Jesus. That's what he did move to. Yeah, that's definitely Riley. Yeah. Riley for by you by a long shot. <laughs> For me, it's Huey. Yeah, I really? love Huey. Yes. Huey is hilarious. Yeah. Like, He's like, relatable, no one, never, no one ever listens to me. Why would you listen? <laughs> Riley is just so ghetto. It's yes. so ignorant. Yes. And just, and he, yes. like, he like, <laughs> represents like every... He, Riley is world star hip-hop. Yeah, right, my right, favorite, right, my yeah, favorite yeah, episode yeah. was when... And uh, Huey is more the sensible, level-headed. Huey is Malcolm. <laughs> Huey yeah. is, is, is... Yes, is, for sure. You know, yes. you know he's, sure. he's Huey. Like, who, his namesake. You yeah. know, but Riley is just just base. Yeah. Riley is just base, yeah. just ghetto, ignorant. Follows every just, trend, yes. does everything. <laughs> yeah. You know who my favorite character is? Who? Jen Rummy. Jen Rummy. Yes. I don't even know Jen Rummy. Ed, remember Ed and Jen? Not the dude, the the um the one that Samuel L. Jackson plays, the white dude. Oh, the oh, oh yes. Mr. West, Mr. Yeah, 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 Wrestler's uh, yeah, nephew. No, one of them. The, one of them is, is the nephew, his grandson, grandson, and then one is like is his, his friend. friend. That shit, like the interaction between them two, have me cracking up all so the time. So funny. I like the that episode when they uh one of them had the Bluetooth. Yeah, he was like, "Who are you talking yes. to?" And he was yes. like, "I'm on the phone with my honeys. They like when I listen." I bet I can guess everybody's. <laughs> Uh, least favorite character, <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Ru- I love oh, Uncle Ruckus. Man. You know, I he's funny. Love he's Uncle funny. Ruckus. He's not Uncle. my least favorite. Really? I think my least favorite is Ed, old Ed Wunsler. Like oh. he, he, he oh, yeah. represents like that white male superiority or structure. That, really, yeah. but not Uncle Ruckus. The I mean, no, because you know why? Sell out because the... he's so stupid that it's <laughs> right, right. Like it's comical, but like there's <laughs> people Ed out there does, like him. Though. What Ed does, yeah. is that's, like, what I'm saying. that's what makes him like. I can't be mad at him because I so dislike the puppet folks. master more than I dislike the puppet. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I'll take that." I, I don't know about that guy. Yeah, yeah sure, whatever you say. Yeah. He's so blatantly racist. Like it's just like super. Like, it's it's like no, what I get that people think like this, but those are the people that I laugh at in the street. Like you can't be serious, You're man. I stupid. saw behind the scenes, and uh, the guy who does his voice, he really has to get in the character to do that. Shit yeah, too. Because yeah. 
he gets kind of irritated after it's all over too. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's not really that guy, right? It's yeah. tough. He has to get in yeah, the character got to do that. Definitely for that. I know you got to go to a, a, a ignorant place to play that role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. For real though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like that everything I know crazy. is right, let me wipe out of my mind right now. Right, <laughs> I can only imagine. So uh, let, let's talk about. Let's get back to sports one more time. Let's. Talk about- <laughs> <laughs> what about sports? So seriously, yeah, I want to talk about basketball. Okay, let's talk about You've been the right uh, sport. Right, okay, yeah. Let's go. Uh, your boy Swaggy P. What's up with him? Swaggy oh, he's P. He's so handsome. He, uh, <laughs> right, I'm hearing he's a big deal here in L.A., man. That you know, I follow my Instagram, and you know, yeah, is I mean, he gonna proceed, Kobe? What's gonna happen? I don't think he can. No. I don't think so. really. No. But he's gonna learn. But, he, but he'll that. learn, and he'll be he'll be a lot better than than he is now. He's mm-hmm. get he's getting there. If he can just honestly, if he could play defense and mm-hmm. play defense well, <laughs> with not even not even well at this point, if he could play defense with some passion. Mm-hmm. He would be better because I don't think he realizes just how much of like the great two and three guards, how much they got off of defense, the defense steals the that emphasis. they, the easy steals that they got, the mm-hmm. the locking your man down so they're tired when they're coming down the court and you just wear their ass out because you got a solid jump shot. Like when you play D, your offense comes. Period. Yeah, I don't think James Harden knows that either. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. No, not at all. Right. Wow. Which is crazy because even in even in Oklahoma City, he was at least a decent defender when he didn't have to do everything. Yeah, but I think it's easier when you're like playing like maybe 15 20 minutes a game. Oh. Rather than, you know, playing <laughs> starter minutes when you're playing, you know, mm. 35 plus minutes is like, you know, if you What's, don't if you're trying to conserve energy, so the first thing you give up on is defense. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You're gonna start hoisting. Yeah. You know, you're like, mm, you're gonna let, start me, let me try to save some energy. Yeah, but you can't uh, do that. No, no you, you can't. Can, but you I can. think that's what a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it's it's they it's, do. it's logical to do that. Yeah, if you don't <laughs> right. give up some shit, you don't give up on offense. <laughs> right, right. You still right. got to score. You still got to you. You're the start. Exactly. You're, you're expected to put up, lead the team in scoring. Right. Right, man. What? It, well, so, well, what about these Clippers? What about, what about them? The hey, well, you know, I don't know how the city is with the, with hey. the fans as far as Lakers versus Clippers. Like, so my brother, when he moved down here to go to UCLA, he got he went to Westwood and kind of got stuck there. Never wanted to come back. So West was a good, was a good spot, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so he lives in Westwood, and he just developed a love for the Clippers because he was in big Westwood. On, yeah, he was big on. Yeah, uh, no, in Westwood they loved the Clippers the time, on that really. side of town. Trust and believe. Well, everybody loved the Clippers right now. All the bandwagon jumpers. Yeah, not. He was I, playing when they five years mad, ago. That's yeah, a different story. Yeah, that's no, when ago when they sucked and, and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Clipper Clipper Dan used to come to the Clipper game. Darryl. Clipper Clipper Daryl. He still comes. They have to send. Yeah, he's still he's still there on on the floor with his. Red, white, uh, and blue Mercedes. Yes, he still have that out there. Yeah, and that's funny, man. Yeah, Clipper Dale's hilarious. Yeah, he no, is. I I grew up going to see the Clippers. My stepdad, we would go. He used to to San Diego. He used to work at. <laughs> no, I don't think she's that old. I'm not that old. Oh, they were at the old. sports arena, yeah. but he was like working at Foot Locker at the time at, at USC Village. 
And oh, if yeah. y'all, if you from That's LA, so you would know where that is. Yeah. But he would get tickets all the time there and to the see the Kings and stuff. And we would go, and I just started falling in love with the team. And it wasn't, it was never that many people there, but you saw the people that just had the love for the team and the support there. And I was like, I like this kid. I just, I, I would go. And then when I started in um, reality TV, I was at Top Model, and this chick. Her dude at the time would get free tickets, like floor seats. And she's like, anybody want these tickets? Who want these tickets? I'm like, I'll take the tickets. And I will go <laughs> with my son and see the tickets. And all of a sudden you hear, boom, nobody, everybody's a Clipper fan now. Well, everybody's I mean, jumping on a bandwagon. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all was, tickets. but yeah. not anymore. I mean, it used <laughs> to be. It used before, to be. You could get you a $5 call. ticket and be in, in a nosebleed and you could walk your yeah. ass down and be on the floor. And just nobody like, would say nothing to you. Yeah, just wow. like Say nothing to you. In Atlanta, easy as hell to get courtside. Hawks tickets seven fifty. Of course, and that was that was when was that when I used I used to live in Georgia, um, from what two thousand nine to two thousand eleven, no two thousand eight to two thousand eleven. So I've I went to I went to go see the the Lakers and the um, Hawks play, and I sat courtside. I was mm. like, you know what, I'm only gonna get to do this. I may only get to do this once. Right. seven fifty for seven fifty for courtside seats. Cool. T.I. had just gotten out of jail. <laughs> and I, right. All right. So yeah. I had, I had like, I had a moment, and I think it was because I'm as old as I am, I think it was kind of a gay moment. But it was really, <laughs> it was a gay moment because it was one of those childhood moments that you want to have as a kid, but as an adult. Like, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I like, I was like 15, or 15 feet away from Kobe. I yelled at the bench, let's go to work. And I see y'all on fig for the. <laughs> For the for the parade, right? And he right. looks over at me. He smirks and walks on the court and puts up twenty in for, in the first half in front of my face. I was like a little kid. Yeah. Like my pops calls me. And he's like, "Sit your ass down." Like my sister called me. Uh, like uh, three or four weeks later, she was like, "Little Ricky, let me tell you what happened." She was like, "Yeah, so I'm I'm watching I'm watching the Laker game and I'm high, and <laughs> I look and I'm like, damn, I look like my brother." <laughs> nah, he ain't that close. Uh, nah. <laughs> she was like, he got on the Laker jersey, the purple hat, shades on his on his jersey, just hanging off. That look, that that that's my brother. And then she was like, Nah, I must be high. I'm gonna put this shit out right before she gets ready to put it out. My pops calls her and tells her, Hey, you see my son on TV? And she was like, Oh, thank God, I was about to put this blunt out. <laughs> like, I thought I was too high. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. No. Saw Ti there. Had, was cracking though. jokes with Ti for a little bit. It was cool. That's awesome, yeah. man. I was like, Dude, you out? Like they let you come here? You just got out of jail yesterday, dude. <laughs> for real? They right. let you out? Yeah, no, those tickets are expensive Ooh, now. Yeah, here? I, uh-uh. they, I was calling the t- uh, call to just see about the box, you know, get box tickets, and they like, oh, we starting at three thousand dollars. I was like, okay, oh, yeah, um, I'm not, I'm not calling you back because <laughs> a few years ago y'all wasn't even hitting the thousands like that. Like I was <laughs> like. Pfft. Forget it. I'm cool. People yeah. that was diehard Laker fans, they all like, I'm at the Clipper. And I'm, at, I'm like, you was just posting how bad the Clippers are and this, that, and the third. And now you got the jersey on and you sitting courtside. I was like, y'all, some fakes. Yeah. Fakes. Yeah, but I think it's a lot of fans in L.A. that's they like, that support both jumper. teams, though. There are yeah. a lot of bandwagon fans, yeah. but there are a lot of people who support both teams. Like, my pops will support both teams, but he's a Laker fan all the way. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, that, I personally despise the Clippers. Few. Yeah, I mean, I despise the Clippers, but that's me. Yeah. yeah, yeah we're going to let that keep stay there. Uh, Laker gang. Uh. Laker gang. <laughs> I don't know. How Tati, hey. how Tati, how you going to feel about the Clippers when they move to Seattle? 
basically. Man, I'm hoping that happens. I'll take I'll take any team out there that wants to come. We'd love more than love to have you. That's not going to happen. He sounds like some like the ugly chick. Give me a hug or something. Oh, no. Utah, the Utah Jazz, y'all want to come up here? <laughs> Charlotte Hornets, the Toronto oh, no. Raptors, we'll take oh, anybody. No. We just want a team, oh, baby. Man, Not the Toronto Raptors. Man, man. I'm gonna tell you, man, because look, man, look, you see, I got my socks on, right, man. What I'm gonna do, man? I'm gonna, I gotta get your address. I'm gonna send y'all up here. <laughs> so in Seattle, we got our own socks, man. Seattle is a basketball city, first and foremost. You can only buy these in Seattle, man. And I'm gonna tell you, the Seattle Sonics have been my team since I was born. It came out in '79. I was two years old. First time I saw him on TV. Slick Watts, man. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. Y'all had some players. The, yeah. The, the Sean Kemp and Gary Payton stage and Deadless Shrimp back in the day. I'm yeah. telling you. I mean, y'all had some players. Basketball, <laughs> yeah. basketball city first and foremost, man. And uh, so when they got stole, the one had Ray Allen and taught him how to shoot. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, <pretty Yeah>. Oh, man, the guy was doing it for us, man. I'm telling you what he played. It was exciting to see him. Yeah, man. I I still remember the last game I saw him play. Uh, We we actually played uh, Chris Paul and the New Orleans Hornets, man, when he first got drafted around that time. And we had a little little weak non-name point guard. I forget who he was, man. And Chris Paul just torched that dude, man, for like. Was it Earl Watson? No, it wasn't Earl Watson. It was the other dude, white dude from Oregon State. He was a duck. Oh, or not I know or- what he's he talking about. The Oregon uh, Ducks. Uh, you know, he was like a he was like a backup point about. guard. But yeah, he shared Luke Rittenauer. Yeah, Luke Rittenauer, and he shared minutes with the other dude. But yeah, man, Luke Chris Paul good, tore them dudes he's, up. Man, he had like a better. triple double that game. <laughs> and it was just like the year before we got Kevin Durant. I got to see him play that one year, and then it was gone, man. My, then they Ouch. took my heart with him. <laughs> yeah, I'm He's telling like, you. You don't need this. It's all right. They'll, they'll be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, well not be. them, but, you know, you guys are, you guys will be getting the Clippers. You guys will be the, don't say that. the Seattle no. Super Sonic Clippers. Hey, man, that's been Seattle your dream lately. <laughs> hey, the man, bought, the man from Seattle bought him, and yes, he promised he Seattle a team. So right. just... Two and two equals four. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better get ready to put on some green and yellow instead of that uh, red and blue. Man, yeah, it's man. time, I man. I always wear my red and blue. We don't need the Clippers anyway. That's just right. Give us an NFL I'm tired of sharing the city. No, I mean, I, just give us an NFL. I swear to God, I'll give up the Clippers. I'll give up the there Angels. Just give us an NFL team. The Angels? Oh. And, well, there you go. The good, good segue, man. NFL, what's up with them? Uh, <laughs> LA Raiders, man. Oakland Raiders, what's up with them? <sighs> I hate you the guys don't really have a team right now. Yeah, no, we don't have a team. We haven't had a team in twenty some years. Almost. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Oakland. Yeah, it's been twenty. They both years. left in ninety four. Mm-hmm. It hurts. That yeah. is God. That's yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you guys got UCLA to look forward to two years this year, right? They're supposed to be pretty dope. Who's that? Fan. The Bruins are supposed to be pretty dope this year. You guys are you guys more I'm Trojans? Oregon, I'm an Oregon football fan. Okay, and I, like I used I used to follow Trojans and like them, but um, Pete Carroll kind of did my cousin in. So I'm pretty, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey man, I'm Pete Peter. Carroll got a whole new <laughs> culture in our city, man. Was he got beef. everybody hyped. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a damn good coach. Yeah, but 
It's fucked over my cousin. I don't appreciate that. No, you know it's personal yeah. for you. It is. I'm sorry. Just Damn like Tyson. Is. Tyson Chandler can't stand him either. No, he's a great player, but <laughs> when you dunk on me in a game, dude, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> oh, so you not, just have to take things personally. I do. When it's not, it even was uncalled in- for. <laughs> Hey, man, I got dunked on one time by Nate Robinson in the pickup game before he went to the league. So. We're at an hour now. You guys want to keep going? You guys want to wrap up? I, I got to go. Except, yeah. I don't know. I can keep going. I ain't got nothing but time on my hands. Yeah, that's fine. Make me feel bad when I got to leave. Guilt. <laughs> so, Guilt. Uh, at this time, we will go Guilt. ahead and excuse uh, Tati because she's got yes. uh, something, something better she got something better to do than hang out with us dudes, us podcasters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dang. So. Yes. I think she's going to go wash her hair or some shit. No, I not. No, I'm going to go to the drive-in. I'm taking the kids to the drive-in. So no, now good. I know she's making up shit. Uh, <laughs> they don't even have those no more. Yes. <laughs> make up some. Make up something that still you. exists. Yes, they do. They have one in the city of industry and they have one in Paramount. And we're, that's where that's we're going. That's right. They do have one in Paramount. Boo, boo, boo to you. We're seeing Ninja Turtles and Guardians hey, of the Galaxy. that movie is good, though. Oh, yeah. awesome. Really? Like Guardians of the Galaxy. Nick Turtles? See that last yeah. Night. Latone said he didn't like it. And he snuck in. He didn't even pay. Well, you know what? You know what? <laughs> what he has to say about it, I don't want to hear that. Because you didn't even buy your ticket. So I'm talking when you buy your ticket, your opinion may sway a little more. <laughs> you make yourself like it, huh? Right? But thanks for inviting me. Hey, and thanks I really for coming have, by. You guys yeah. are a good, yeah. good time. We're going to have to like link up and do something else for sure. That's it was sure. a pleasure meeting you, Tachi. Yeah, I'm going to come back here. and forth all the time. We family now. Yeah, right. if, you, if you come on a Tuesday, as of right now, because uh, big ups to Jared for landing a gig in Florida. He's going to be gone. Out of He's going to be a TV personality for uh, The Now. So he starts that What's the next now? week. What is that? It's uh, where they'll be talking about current events um, in Tampa, Florida. Um, oh. So he, somebody's going to look at big that timer. little freckle face. Yeah. Big, big timer. Five days a week. So he's leaving. Nice. Wow. Even longer. Congrats. Congrats, yeah. Jerry. Um, as of now, we're still on Tuesday. So if y'all hear... Tuesdays, we're downtown, so. Cool. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to be in town till Monday. I'm going to give dinner a call. We'll see what's up. Yeah, for sure. All right, but y'all have fun. All right, Tati. Bye. All right. Hey, Rick, why don't you take her mic? Yeah, sure thing. Send her out with your little plot. That's dope. (laughs) That was fun, man. It's fun. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm glad that we had a little just a little clowning session. That's just what this was supposed to be, man. For sure. You know. All right. Got everybody all straight. You good? Yeah, how's my sound? Yeah, you good. Good, good. All right, got you out that corner, give you a little more space. All right, so now the lady's gone, we can get down and dirty. Let's get back in the relationship thing. I want to ask you something, Dino. Well, okay, hang on a second because your mic went off. Oh, okay, there you go. You back now. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to ask you something real quick, Dino, about about relationships. We were talking about earlier, man. So. You know, one of the things on my show I noticed, man, is that I get a big uh, 
the most listens I get is when I talk about relationships. Okay. And I want to ask from your perspective, brother, because you are married and you have a family. You know, right. how, how do you maintain that daily? What's it like? You mean just mar- married life? What's yeah, it like? Yeah. Straight up. I mean, in my opinion, you know, it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I, it's hard as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. It's uh-huh. hard as fuck, man. Yeah. Um, I'm going on 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And I love my wife dearly. Love my baby girl. And uh, but yeah, it's it's hard, you know. I think yeah. it all depends on the people and involved and whatnot. And it's easier for some, and you know, than it is for others. But I think a lot of it has to do with this day and age, man. With um, <clears throat> the, our our generation coming after the the women's movement and mm-hmm. women being on on different pages, like all over the map, from old school to new school and everything in between. And gender roles, man, are just fucked, man. Nobody, uh, you know, they, they're in flux. You know, they're in a state of flux. And I don't think people realize how much effect gender roles have on on relationships. You know, and, and just men not knowing what women do want and what they don't want. And like I said, and even women not even agreeing, even like with this, you know, the, the street harassment thing that's 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 real big right now. Yeah. You know, and some women, uh, well, all of them agree that you know that the 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 calling, you know, calling them bitch and all that stuff, the obvious stuff, and and then the stuff that escalates the violence that is bad. But some of them are saying that like any kind of what we call pick up on on a woman or a hit, even if in a polite way, if it's like, hey, beautiful, or I like your smile. Some of them are saying that even that, but some of them are not. Some of them are saying, no, that stuff don't count. That stuff don't count. That. If you do it nice, if you do it right, and then there's some that's like, nah, 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 all of it, all of it is is harassment. We stick all of it, you know. And it's like they don't even agree. So it's like, how are we supposed to know how to address it when they don't even when they're coming from two different points on the same topic? You know what I'm saying? And it's that's just like one example and an extreme example. But I've just picked it because that's something that's going on right now. Like that, that's just. It's, it's picking up steam right now. And it's like everywhere I look right now, that's like what's going on. You know, hey, sis, you okay, sis, and all this stuff. And, you know, and I don't have a problem with some of it. <clears throat> but like I said, my my issues a lot of times with, uh, with, with the feminist movement is they take a lot of stuff to extremes. And then, you know, like I said, the... The ones, the ones who are talking about what's actual harassment... But then again, I guess that's subjective. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but I think that is really that. That's the problem, and that and that's right. why it's hard to really quantify right street harassment. Especially, and it's hard for men to understand. Like I don't understand. It is. It is. It's, it's hard. I mean, like, like I said, the obvious stuff we we obviously understand. Yeah. But the fact that a deuce is hey beautiful, or 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 I like your smile, and he's trying to get at you. Well, that's fucking nature. You're not gonna try to get at us. We have to try to get at you. Yeah, that's 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 what the the whole world is trying to get at each other. That's what people do. They try to connect, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, you know, you you don't get married and have babies if you don't connect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so man. right. And that's that's the foundation of it. And yeah, I don't think women. I don't think women understand that. I don't think that they understand mm-hmm. that it's that the way that things are set up now. Men pursue. Women are generally pursued. And right. if, if you don't, I get it. Like if I'm walking down the street and I don't feel like being bothered, somebody telling me to smile or, you know, hey, handsome or hey, like that shit probably would irritate the hell out of me. But 
they can't know. They have no way of knowing that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, or maybe they were just trying to do something nice to brighten my day. Like, right. to make, make you feel better. Right. Because even if I, even if, as a woman, if you find somebody attractive, you don't have to go say anything to them. Yeah. There's no, there, it, it is what it is. Right. So, until, until we really redefine or come to a better understanding as to, like, what's appropriate or you guys start pursuing more and it becomes more of an equal thing, you can't have such, you can't have those small things be seen as um, harassment because it's right. so subjective. Right. And it ignores, like, the greater context. Plus, I feel like this. There's the, there's this one. I was watching this one documentary on it because I wanted to get an understanding of myself because Charlie Bell, my co-host, she's a feminist. Right. And she she we kind of get into it all the time on the show whenever feminism comes up because I come with these examples that she feels are extreme and don't represent true feminism. And I'm like, well, I don't know what true feminism is and how it's defined or whatever. But all the stuff that you always say that I, I'm come I come up with these extreme examples. That's what's out there. That's what that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm hearing. So you know, whatever. So anyway, I'm watching this documentary. These documentaries because prior to me watching the documentary, we we discussed it on the show. Damon and I, the other brother, obviously, he, we were saying that you know it, it was coming across to us that any kind of hollering, what we call hollering at a woman, right, was right. considered harassment. You know and we kind of didn't get that or whatever, and she told us for certain that, no, it wasn't about that. We're talking about, you know, being called bitch or, you know, uh, making lewd gestures and, and, you know, sexual, you know, remarks and that type of thing is harassment. Not, I'm like, we're like, okay, well, if you say so. So I went looking at these documentaries to see if I could get it cleared up. And sure enough, <clears throat> you know, there were some that just talked about the, the extreme stuff, but most of them, they l- listed the stuff that was just typically what we would consider a dude hollering at a girl in a polite way. Right. It, you know, they, they cited, they used that as an example of what not to do and as an example of that being harassment also. And the one girl said that how in the beginning she thought of it as a compliment, but after it happened over and over and over again, then she felt harassed. Right. So to and me, I, to me, real quick, to me, I'm saying like, okay, to me, that sounds like you just got tired of the attention. You know what I mean? If something was a compliment or you took it as a compliment in the beginning and it's the same thing that's happening and the only thing that changes the frequency of it, well, that's not necessarily harassment. It's like something's getting on your nerves now, but that's not harassment because if something is a harass is a harassment, you would never think of it as a compliment, even if it only happened one time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy comes up and grabs your ass, you're not going to think of that as a compliment. That's, no, you're going to think not. of that as har- harassment the very first time it happens. Yeah. If a guy says, "Hey, bitch, come over here and, 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 and you know, let me talk to you. Let me get your phone number," you're not going to think that's a compliment. You're going to no. think that is the very first time. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that the very first few times didn't bother her, that lets me know, is it really harassment? You know what I'm saying? Like, it had to happen to you over and over and over and over and over, over again before you felt like it was harassment? I don't think that's the definition of harassment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think a lot of times, like, Dino, me and you both have lighter eyes. So if I go out somewhere, they're like, oh, my gosh, you have such pretty eyes. We color your eyes. 
in the back of my mind, the fucked up thing that I want to say is, I don't fucking know. You're looking at it, not me. <laughs> but I don't say that. I'm just like, thank you, and I keep it pushing. Like, like, <laughs> like, like somebody else is kind of a dick, huh? <laughs> I am. I am. I, I, I make no qualms about that. I, I have oh, no qualms about admitting that at all. Hey, but, <laughs> but you know what? I understand that like, a lot of times me being a dick isn't productive. So right. for me to say that to somebody is fucked up, even though I know I'm thinking it. Right, right. But I, I, I get it. Like, if I heard that 10 times a day, every day of my life, that I went out in public, I would probably be annoyed. Yes. Right. But that's not harassment. That's, that's right. a function of you having something that mm-hmm. society considers valuable, and that's beauty. Right. So and if you're attractive, yes, people right. are going to approach you more about right. it. Right. I, I and, and you know what? I hate to say it, but some of these same women, if nobody was approaching them, they'd be crying about that. They'd be crying about that, man. And you know what? If all the dudes just quit hollering at women, then where will we be? What would happen then? Oh, I don't think man. they would like that. I don't think so either. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And, I, and I don't think that... I, I think that most feminists... And, I, and I'll be honest. Like, I consider myself a feminist simply because I want them to have equal rights. I don't, right. want, I don't want the leg up just being a, a, a male. Right. But there are some things that, that are a problem for women that are greater societal structure problems rather than just an individual level problem. Like right. you being street harassed, isn't it? Are you considering, you know, being talked to a hundred, 10, 15 times a day, even in a respectful manner, if that's what we're talking about, again, none of us disagree that if it's disrespectful, that it's right. wrong. Right. But like, if you're being, if you, if 10 to 15 people dis- or respectfully holler at you and you consider that harassment, that's just the function of the structure. We're right. taught to talk to you. Right. If mm-hmm. we don't talk to you, we don't meet you. Right. Right. So if you want that to change, then we have to change the greater societal structure when it comes to that. Otherwise, you're still going to have people doing that because yeah. how else? What, what do they stand to lose by not? Right. Hey, man. They're definitely not going to meet you if they don't say shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to take what you're saying a step further, man, I want to say that uh, we got to get back to it in a biological perspective because we're by nature you, nobody nobody wants to talk about this shit but if this was in you know two million bc whatever i would have a fucking <laughs> spear and i'd be out there looking trying to hunt for us you know that's the, that's our whole thing our nature our natural sense is to hunt and to find and to you know seek out it's the right. same thing and, and that that also comes with Planting our seed and spreading our seed. If, if you look at it in a natural perspective, yeah, that's think, what we're supposed to do yeah. is to get the woman. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's, it's, it's changed over time because of the nuances and culture and history and all this stuff. But if you get back to the basics, that's what it is inherently is. Yeah, but I, I think that we have to be careful with that because... The reason why we did it back then is because we needed it to survive. We right. needed that shit right. to, to survive. Like, the, we don't need specific gender roles that every person has to fit into. Like, if if you're better at making the money and right. I'm better at taking care of the kids, switch it up. Because if I I'm agree. out making, make, trying to make the money and you could be making 100 grand more than me or even 10 grand more than me and you can't really take care of the kids because that's not some shit that you do as a woman. Right. Like, it's just not in you. It's not... It, it's not part of who you are. 
it's a it's it's a bad relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't want a bad relationship. I want a good relationship. Anything that you're better at, you can take the lead at. Anything that I'm better at, I'll take the lead at and we just kinda work for it. Right. Like I agree with that, man. And yeah. you know, that and yeah, you gotta have some give and take because that's how my situation is. Uh we was talking you was talking about earlier, the ro- the the ginger rolls being reversed, man. Uh you know, my woman makes twice as much almost as I do right now. And I do most of the little things around the house, like domestic things, cleaning the house. That just comes from being in the military. I'm just a neat freak, obsessive, right. compulsive. Mm-hmm. Right. Way more than she is times a hundred. So right. I do all that kind of stuff. She takes care of all the bills. I make the money. She she takes care of the bills. I just I know if I give her the money, it's all my bills is right. paid. I'm not gonna be out in the street. I'm gonna have food in my <laughs> fridge. If I give her that money, she gonna make it multiply. So right. I feel what you're saying. Play the the gender role. I feel or play, play play your play strengths. Or your, yeah, play your strengths. strengths. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's a good takeaway. Um, every couple has to learn to look at their take. You know, kind of take a poll of their the strengths and weaknesses of each of them. In that relationship, and just kind of assign the the responsibilities that way, instead of saying, "Okay, well, traditionally the man does this, the woman does that, whatever." Just take everything at a case by case basis, you yeah. know, instead of having you know hard and fast gender roles, you know. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. rules are made for rules are always they have a motivation in mind. Like the reason why. We're against murders because you can't bring nobody back from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's inherently like you're taking somebody's life. Right. If you somehow could bring that person back, murder probably wouldn't be as big of a deal. Right. And see, the thing is, though, that's fine and good when you're in a relationship. Because you can talk about it. You can discuss it. You can examine, you know, the pros and cons and the strengths and weaknesses of, of the people in the relationship and then address right. it accordingly. Prior to being in a relationship is the dating phase. Mm-hmm. Right. And having gender roles that are undefined in that causes for confusion. It it does, especially because we're getting to we're in like a transitioning point where yeah. right. we're still <laughs> kind of transitioning. Like right. You still have that old school that, that right. wants the the, tra- the traditional gender roles. Right. And yeah. then you have other people who are we're we're kinda like almost right. phasing that out. Right. And so, I mean, there's going to be some confusion. Yeah. Change causes confusion. And then there's the things that, okay, and that's another thing, too. Like, people, I'm just going to say what I'm saying. Women got to get up off the, okay, yeah, if if the sexism and all that stuff is bad and, you know, all that, fine. We hear you loud and clear. We're trying to make the adjustments, whatever. But you know what? You can't keep holding on to the part of it that benefits you and bitching about the part that doesn't because that fucks up your argument. It makes it weak and I don't respect you. So you can't keep hollering, hollering about the man got to pay, but you don't owe sex or anything like that. And you're equal and all that shit, but the man got to pay. Right. Fuck that. That does not go with your argument. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't respect it. So you know what? Everybody needs to pay for them for their own selves. That's what needs to happen. Or discuss who's going to fucking pay before you go out. If I say, hey, 
Mr. Black, hey, you want to go grab some food? And we're not even dating. Like, we just, cool. like, <laughs> treat it like that. A date is just you getting to, go, you getting to know somebody anyway, right? Right. So just treat it just like that. Hey, you want to go for some drinks? Um, you know what? I ain't got the money. Don't worry, buddy. I got it. Or we'll split it. Or well, right. But see, yeah. the, in order for that to happen, for that person to even say, I got, everyone needs to assume all the time that you're going to pay, pay whatever you whatever exactly. you eat and drink exactly. assume that you're responsible for that absolutely right and i agree until the other person says i got you right or offers to get you absolutely true. you know what's wrong Very with true. that nothing mm-hmm. it isn't it equal absolutely isn't it fair yeah all right then that's the way it should be mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. no i feel you and i mean like i get that some why some women want to do it because men Statistically, make more than women do, but you know what? You know, that, at the that, same time, like we we got to do. You, you have you have to be you have to have the moral authority. That's you know? a myth. Yeah, that's a myth. Is what it is. Because uh, see, yeah, no, no. What, men, if you okay, on a whole, right? Men make more than women. Yes, but you have to break that down. Excuse me, you can't take the men versus women in a vacuum. Because why? Because men are attracted to certain jobs that women. Are not attracted to, and these certain these certain jobs pay a lot more money because why? Because nobody wants to do them, or because they're dangerous, or they're risky. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? True. So Absolutely. you can't say. But you ha- would have to go job for job. Now, is how many jobs out there is the exact same job a man doing and a woman doing, and the woman making less? That's not happening that as much off, these days. As often. That's yeah. hardly yeah. ever happening. No, no. The jobs that they're talking about are jobs that is very subjective and hard to prove. Stuff like, um, I don't know, like a CEO or something like that. Like the average woman CEO, yeah, makes less than the average man CEO. I'll give you that. Right. But on a job-for-job, case-by-case basis, right. that shit is not happening anymore. The women at my job that have the same title as I do, they get the same money as I do. Right. My employees right. under me, male or female, they make the same thing according to their job title. You know what I'm right. saying? It's you got it. It's apples to apples and oranges to oranges. Now they want to just go ahead and say, "Oh yeah, men as a yeah, men as a whole," because men as a whole will be crane operators, will be window washers, they billboard, you know, uh, do a lot of risky, dangerous things that women not can't do, but don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But, but they could if they wanted to. But, but they, why don't they? A lot of them. What? Like why as, don't they as, do it? As like, look, let, let's just think about it. As a parent, right? Yeah. Normally, what parents do, and again, this may not be you, but I've seen this in every instance. I'm trying to say that we um, we coddle women, we coddle women, and we try to steer women away from those dangerous jobs. Yeah. Well, you and, know what? <laughs> and that needs to stop. I mean, I get that's what I'm saying. There's it's nuanced. There has to be a balance. Like See, if this, we going. Well, this is the thing, man. This is the thing. We're equal, but we're not the same. And no. this is this is the problem right. that I have yeah, with the movement yeah. and people who 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 um take that view. We're not the same. And I don't have a problem with there being differences between men and women. Right. It doesn't mean that a man is better or a woman is better. It just means that we are different. And this bullshit about us being the same but we're socialized differently, that's we bullshit. Right. We are genetically, biologically, on our core different. And we need to recognize the differences and celebrate them. And when you address the sexes differently based on those differences, that's not sexism. That's just what the fuck it is. 
So mm-hmm. if you want to, if you want to coddle your daughter and then you toughen up your, you know what? Maybe that is a, a what do you call it? Um, double standard. But you know what? Some double standards just they just are, and there's not anything wrong with them because you know why? They're based on our differences. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that one is better or worse, just different. You know, and overall, yeah. It's kind of a stereotype or generalization, but for the most part, most times there are certain things that women are better at than men and vice versa. It just is, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the fact that one is better than the other in that area, and there's nothing wrong that, you know, that the reverse is true. Right. And there's nothing wrong with accepting that and not trying to treat everyone exactly the same. That is crazy, and that's what's killing our society. Yeah, the fact it. that we're trying to treat little boys and little girls exactly the same. Fuck that. They are not the same. Mm-hmm. Right, but here's the problem. Or else we would a... all be seahorses. That's right. true. We right, wouldn't right. be male and female. We would be Absolutely. fucking seahorses, and right. we could all <laughs> just reproduce on our own. Right. right. But right. here's the but here's the kicker, though. Like, when you... In raising, your, in raising them differently, there's right. nothing wrong with it. Provided society, like the structure of society allows them to do what they're good at and make the same as a man. Now, if there were more dangerous, if there were jobs that paid as much as those dangerous jobs and they were based on what women could do or that you, ra- you typically raise women to do, then it wouldn't have that power structure. You see what I mean? Where because you're raised to do more dangerous shit. And I boys do dangerous shit. I did dangerous shit. I'm sure you you guys did. But too. I don't think it's that we're raised that way. I think it's that we're built that way, just in, in naturally, part, in mm-hmm. part. But does that should that should the way that we're naturally raised or naturally are equal a tangible so, economic difference? Because those jobs are more dangerous, and because those jobs pay more, because of the fact that they're more dangerous. That like I get I get the logic in that I right. mean, I'd never argue right. that you putting your life on the line you deserve to be paid more right but and there's a structural dis but you then leave women at a structural disadvantage you see what I'm saying like that and, and it's but a if problem. a woman no if a woman chooses to do that job she can do it oh yeah it's yeah. just but it's so discouraged it, it is discouraged if you if maybe. But I for mean, the most part, if most uh, fathers their, their dad or their daughter wanted to play football, it'd be a no, it'd be a non-starter. Yeah, or if you had, yeah, if you had a daughter, would you want her to play football? Nah, probably not. Right, but, and uh, you think do you think that's wrong that you wouldn't want her to play football? I don't think I let my son play football at this point either. Yeah, well, but, there and you that's, go. that's, and that's different. different yeah, that's, that's, see what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's da- because it's it's yeah, it's I've seen for, what it's for both, right? Yeah. And all the, the studies that are coming out now. Yeah, like but, more the more and more. But, but we definitely wouldn't want our. I actually have a daughter, and I would not want her to play football. Right, that's just no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. See, that's the thing. I don't think that that's wrong. I don't think that it's wrong to to treat. Boys and girls different because they are. Right. That's the whole thing, you know. And sometimes it may, in in some ways, result in some discrepancy. But in the end, you know what? It, it'll balance out because in other ways, the discrepancy will. Oh, is, it, is it okay? For example, I'm sure there's many more women school teachers. Right. I'm I'm sure it's easier for a woman to get hired as a school. I'm sure that when women apply for being a school teacher, she ain't looked at sideways like two or three times just because she's a woman in that field. Whereas, is it right to to look at a man sideways just because he wants no, to be a teacher? And it's not right. But 
it happens. Yeah, and, and that's I'm, wrong. Right. And we need and, to call and, that out and, when and it and happens. And it's kind of, it's kind of, in a way, discouraged by de facto, right? So, I mean, I mean, right, but let's the, flip the, that example. I got an example for okay, you. Okay, go ahead. I don't oh, know if you guys ever heard about this. And where I'm from in Seattle, the school district, they had a, a a woman, a family. She has this whole thing with her son, where his his big thing was he didn't want to do what boys do. He wanted to put on a, a tutu oh, okay. and the little ballerina shoes, right, right. And the princess outfit, and yeah. Uh, his mom encouraged it, and then she eventually ended up writing a book about it. It's a best-selling children's book called uh, "Little Princess Boy." Right. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, same thing. Like you, you wouldn't want your son to do that. I don't know in your own personal opinion. I wouldn't want my son to do that, but at the same time, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, to right. each their own. And if it's yeah. if it's you, what we don't realize is like a lot of kids are born who they are like right. we shape mm-hmm. right society shapes a lot about them but their inner core and who they are you can't take that away from them from, from the time that <clears throat> i've been a little True. kid i've been mischievous i've been a smart ass <laughs> and i've been a little and i've like to do dangerous shit that's just been me right mm-hmm. before i even understood <laughs> what society was i was still doing those things right and so when you see something that your kid it's just part of who they are right. versus something that they just kind of want to do. Right. You don't do not. You don't take it from them, and, right. that sh- and that should be regardless of what it is, unless it's harmful to somebody else. True that. True that. That's deep, man. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. we we touching all kind of subjects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything, all over the place. man. Yeah. Yeah. Like I told y'all, y'all talk about. You pick a subject, I can talk about it. So let's talk really, about this. I got you. <laughs> uh, this black podcasting thing, man. So the group, right? Uh, okay, but after that, we're gonna wrap it up because my girls okay. are hungry. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, no, oh, of course, got to get them some dinner. But yeah. uh, okay, what what about the black podcasting thing? Uh man, I really like how it's growing and taking off, man. Um, I just want to say shout out to everybody in that group, man. That's right. BPU love, episode, BPU man. love, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Shit, just make sure you check this one out. <laughs> well, if they listen to us, I think they did check it out. <laughs> but yeah, man, I I love this. I love this black podcast and I love the community. I just wish um and I I met some cool people, some people I really consider friends now. I just yeah. wish that um I just wish that geographically some of us were closer, you know. Somebody like Latone, man, I, like yeah. that's that's my boy. Yeah, but uh, I actually might be getting lucky because uh, he. Well, I don't want to put his business out, <laughs> but he he may be moving, you know, nearby. So um, I, that'd be real cool. Well, kind of nearby, so kind of like 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 you, Rick, like not in L.A. but not far yeah. from L.A. Yeah, you know. But, man, uh, I've been considering myself. My brother been in my area ever since he moved down here. So. And the way things are going with How long have you been here now? Uh, since uh, you guys won the championship in 02. Oh, wow. Okay. You've been here a yeah. minute. Yeah. 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 And for you, it wouldn't be. A lot of people, though, is, is, it's um, kind of a culture shock with the prices and stuff. But Seattle is, yeah. not, is it's not cheap either. So no, it's not. You, would, right. you, wouldn't, you guys wouldn't feel it uh, like a lot of the other people. 
coming from some of these other places, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll be able to transition smoothly. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, you know, it's and we a definitely beautiful need place. teachers. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I keep hearing that, man. We that's, definitely need teachers. That's going to get me down here, man. I'm yeah. telling you. Because uh, that's well, dope. The weather is great, man. Love the weather and the, the climate and stuff, whatever. I, I'm born and raised sucks. here. Right. Traffic and the cost of living is just high, man. Yeah, everything, right. everything is yeah. expensive. Everything, housing is ridiculous. Right, you know, just like pff, my house I bought four years ago is doubled. Right, you oh, know, man. more than double. It is just ridiculous. Yeah. So it's it's it but is. that's you know not to try to discourage you, but oh, just right. because you're my brother, I want you to know like you know the good what and the is. bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a beautiful city. It's it well is. designed. But it's just expensive. It as is shit. the food. Everything is expensive. But it's everything. Amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I like, love it. I was like, born, yeah, <laughs> I was born and raised. So like when I moved, yeah. I had kind of like that reverse reverse culture shock. Right, where right. I got to Virginia, and I was like, everything is fucking cheap. cheap. Here. Right, right, right. <laughs> Jesus. Right, right. My rent is six hundred dollars. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, man. I know. My whole family uh, just about is moving. Well, not a whole family, but a lot of my, my My one niece and her family is down south. They they bought a house down there a few years. It's been a while now. Uh, um, in Atlanta, right? So my other niece, her sister, and her husband and kid, or whatever, they're, about to, they're, they're in the market now to buy a house and move down there. I hate it. You know? yeah. I really? I do. Yeah. I've I've never been. I like to go. I, I've never been, and uh, my sister, their mother, mm-hmm. she wants to go. She loves her girls, right? I mean, she loves her son too. But her and her girls, there, you know, she she's never been without one of them. One of them's oh, always wow. yeah been at home for one reason or another. One yeah. of them's always been home or near home or something. So this is gonna be like the first time in her life without her girls. So she really wants to move down there, but she has. I, I, my dad is is here. I. My dad lives with me. Our dad lives with me, and our mom lives with her. Mm-hmm. We had to split them up just because, just well, they 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 couldn't take care of themselves anymore, um, because they're elderly and sickly and stuff, and no one had the resources or the the where. I mean, it takes a lot to take you know take care, take care of, of them. Yeah. It does. And uh, so putting that in putting them both in one house that would just wasn't gonna work. So she doesn't want to move down there because she doesn't want to take my mom away from my dad. So. She's like trying to encourage me to, because yeah. <laughs> I can sell my house mm-hmm. and buy a house like with cash and still have money left over. Yeah, pretty much. You know, down there like easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and man, I don't think I wasn't considering it for a minute. <laughs> but, you know, I, like I said, I've been here my whole life. Yeah. You know, I can podcast from anywhere, but. My show, I would have to like, I wouldn't be able to do my show because my co-hosts are here. I'd have to figure out a new way to do my, yeah. Yeah. But more than the podcast or whatever, it's just I'm too young to retire, Mm -hmm. you know. So I would, you know, and then I would have to take an early retirement my job, and then trying to find like a live, some kind of job that I want to do, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That can be a problem, yeah. And that pays, you know, decently. That that's that would be the hard thing, you know. Yeah. And pros and cons. And Atlanta's Atlanta's not very well not as well planned as LA is. Planned okay. out as like who makes a freeway in, in an entire circle around a city? Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> I, looked, I was like the first time I saw it I was like, Wait, what 
Oh, okay, I could have swore we were just. Wow. Is this thing going a circle? <laughs> <laughs> is it just the one freeway? Or. It is, and then they all connect out. Because okay. at Metro Atlanta, the actual city of Atlanta, uh-huh. isn't really all that big. It's maybe. Um, I want to say like about the size of San Diego, size okay. like land wise, but okay. it's met it's the Metro Atlanta and mm-hmm. are like the outskirts of Atlanta that have all, most of the population, right? And so it just suburbs. adds to it. Yeah, uh-huh. it's just mostly suburbs, and Atlanta itself is really small. It's, okay, but it's a I mean it's a nice city. It's just humid. And yeah. I don't do I don't do humidity. Yeah, see me I don't either. do a bunch of rain. It rains more there than it does in Seattle. Yeah, per, really? Per yeah. Inch. Never yes. heard that before. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. And I when I used to uh, fly back when I come home and then fly back to Georgia when I was living there, um, the first thing I do when I hit when I stepped outside of the airport, uh-huh. Hartsfield, I'm like fuck. It is humid as hell. <laughs> right. It is 8.30, and it still feels like it's 85 degrees. This is uh, not pleasant. Yeah, see. Yeah, I never get used to that. People don't t- but people don't tell you that because it is right. like like it is a good city, mm-hmm. and I don't have anything. I just personally don't like it. Right. I wouldn't discourage anybody from moving yeah. there, but you kind of have to know before you go. Right, right. Otherwise, you'll hate it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you already know, going from L.A., the only place you – only Either you go into San Diego or San Francisco or Vegas, or no, I was gonna say any place other than that. Then you're gonna there's gonna be a huge culture shock with the yeah. uh, with the weather. Yeah, that's the true. Weather. Very true. Seattle is probably the next place, but then it rains so much compared to it never raining here. Yeah, but at least it's it's more pleasant type of rain. You know, yeah, it's not true. humid. You know, very true. So, but yeah, outside of those few places, man, you're gonna have. And for a rude awakening, for weather wise, yeah, because I, I was Ooh. I was an adult the first time I seen snow. Oh yeah, so was I. I was yeah. That's the trip, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably in my thirties before I seen snow. That's was, crazy, man. I yeah. was nineteen the first time I saw snow. I was when I was uh, in Chicago. Okay. Wow. And like I walked out of the barracks. I've been stationed there in boot camp and uh, throughout my school. And I walked outside. I was like, yo, this is beautiful. Snow. Right, right. And then no sooner than I said that, did like a big piece fall off of the roof and just hit me in the face. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with snow. I can't. I can't. I walked back. I walked back in the barracks. I was like, mama. It doesn't snow in Seattle, does it? Yeah, man. I grew up in the snow, man. Oh, There's okay. this big, huge park uh, near my neighborhood called the Arboretum. And it's like, a, a man, when it snows. It looks like some shit off of a like Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe movie. Right, the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh man, wow. we used to set up like a snowball fortress. I did all that crazy stuff as a kid. It was great. Yeah. It, now, like anytime I anytime I've seen snow, after that, I'm like, it looks pretty. I'm not going outside though. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. It's nice scenery, but uh, yeah. Nah. Cool. That's cool. Man. And this has been where well, we we covered all the gamut of subjects didn't we yeah. oh man yeah. that's what we wanted to do y'all yeah, we did. a little bit of it up we did. <laughs> we did. so we hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did definitely and, yes sir uh, this has been real thank you guys again for uh coming through and uh chopping it up with me man i appreciate it no nah, thanks for having us man we appreciate yes, it. yes sir man, shout out to time. red rock studios in the building hey why don't you guys you know what uh go ahead and plug your uh your your shows and your uh, where everybody can find you. 
Okay, yeah, uh, uh, I'm Mr. Black, y'all. You're, most of y'all know me if you listen to this show. Uh, my show is called The Five Minutes Away Podcast. You can catch, check me out on Goju's Radio on Sunday. My show is actually about to air live, 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific, and then uh, that's 7 to 9 Eastern. And you can catch me on Stitcher Radio every Monday morning. So when you're on your way to work, wherever you're at, turn on Stitcher Radio and put me on in your on your commute. All right. Yeah, and um, you can catch me and my girlfriend Sherelle and James the Angry White Guy uh, on the Americans United Again podcast. You can find it on Stitcher. You can find it at our website, auamovement.org, or you can find it on uh, iTunes. So you can find us on uh, Twitter at auadotorg and on Facebook under Americans United Again. All right, and for those of you out there who may not be familiar with me. I'm Dino Red of the Shiznit Show on the Red Rock Podcast Network. And uh, we can be found on Stitcher and iTunes as well under the Red Rock Podcast Network. Um, <clears throat> or you can find us at uh, www.theshiznitshow.com and our Gmail is theshiznitshow.com and our Twitter is theshiznitshow at gmail. Oh, no, the Shiznit Show. That's what it is. But uh, it's been real, guys. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's it. Us. Peace. Oh, wait. Good stuff, Dino. You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones, Hoopla, Top Shelf Bangers Radio, and the Shiznit. Like Elliot Ness The track hits your eardrum Like a slug to your chest Like a vest for your Jimmy In the city of sex We in that sunshine state Where the bomb ass hit be The state where you never find A dance floor empty And built speed On a mission for them greens Lean mean Money making machines Serving fiends I've been in the game For ten years Making rap tunes Ever since honey Was bearing Sassoon Now it's 95 And they clock me And watch me Diamond shining Looking like a Rob Liberace It's all good From Diego to the your city is the bomb if your city making pain Throw up a finger if you feel the same way Straight putting it down for California,
to live and die In LA we wear chucks, not ballet yeah, that's right, Just in looks and khaki suits and bodies, what we do Flossing but half caution, we collide with other dudes Famous because we throw dance Worldwide, let them recognize from Long Beach to Rosewood